Shalom everybody, Shavua Tov. We're continuing where we left off, Likute Halachot, section Orachayim, the laws of falling on his face, Nefilat Apayim, discourse number four, paragraph number four. So at this point, after Vnosin has degraded so much, so much, <clears throat> the atheists and the skeptics on how so filthy and disgusting is their perspective, and it's even enhanced even more so to see how low they are, after that we have the Holy Zohar and the writings of the Arizal that show how every single letter in the Torah has, is filled with meaning and they come along, these skeptics and, and, and atheists and, and very modernized people to try to rationalize the Torah based on like humanitarian and society type reasons nationalistic uh, symbolisms and everything and it just makes them look even more bad and he says, now Rabnosin, but we Jewish people, regular Jewish people, are not like that. Wow, Rabnosin really goes all the way. Look what he says. And us, the children of Israel, in which Hashem blessed be He has separated us in his compassion from these people who err and make mistakes <clears throat> and they're atheists, these, these skeptics and atheists who are definitely, Rav Nosson says, they are definitely from the Erev Rav. Erev Rav translates as the mixed multitude, referring to the converts that Moshe Rabbeinu accepted brought in and accepted when leaving Egypt, even though Hashem wasn't so for it, but Moshe Rabbeinu, like Rashi says, Tov she'elu yidabku be'bashchina. It's good that these people be connected to Hashem and the Torah and the Divine Presence. But there wasn't a sincere conversion on their part, because they saw after the ten plagues, the greatness of the Jewish people, so they converted for not 100% legitimate reasons, not 100% sincere reasons, but just because of the great, the greatness and the grandeur and the glory that the Jews had when leaving Egypt. And they, these Erevrav were the ones who caused the problems to come up afterwards, including especially the golden calf. It was the Erevrav which their, with their sorcery, which created the Egel HaZahav. It was them who were the first ones to have doubts that Moshe Rabbein would come back down from, Hars, from, from heaven <clears throat> after Har Sinai, and uh, Zohar teaches that these Erevravs, they're mixed multitude, they mix into the Jewish people, and also on a spiritual sense, there are souls of the Erevrav, so that spread throughout the generations, there are Jewish people who cause problems. And the Zohar says, in the majority of the cases, you can bet, you can rest assured, that the Jewish people who have caused problems from the Jewish people themselves are souls of the Erevrav. Their souls come from reincarnations of these initial, original Erevrav, or are descended from them even. Families in the Jewish people that have a lineage of, in their genetics, from the Erevrav, and it's in their makeup to have a problematic perspective of Judaism and to influence it. And especially today, Rav Nosson saying, these atheists, these secular Jews, Starting, we're talking about the early 1800s, <clears throat> the mid-1700s, and Rav Nosson's times already was already the early 1800s. 
He's saying these people are definitely from the Erev. These skeptics and atheists were trying to modernize and reform Judaism and to cause damage for the, for the spiritual future of Am Yisrael to destroy future generations of Jews, which unfortunately did happen already. Rav Nosson says, already back then in the 1820s, 1830s, they are definitely these people from the Erev Rav. What a powerful statement. So he says, however, us, Rav Nosson says, <clears throat> that Hashem has separated us from them, the regular believing Jews. How good is our portion? How pleasant is our lot? Rav Nosson says, you have every right if you are a Jew and you have you have the audacity to even read these words and listen to a class from Rav Nosson. How much we have to be happy always, Rav Nosson says. We have every right to always be happy, number one. That's even besides doing mitzvot. But in particular, when we come to actually do any mitzvah. He's saying, Rav Nosen, why wouldn't you be besimcha? Because look what happens when a regular Jew, an average Jew, does a mitzvah. In which, when we do a mitzvah, these, these mitzvah that we have, when we have the mer- that we merit through them, in just a moment, in a second, in a moment, by doing the mitzvah, which takes not even a moment, a few seconds, and through this mitzvah we have the merit to become one and unified with Hashem, blessed be He, in His infinite light, blessed be He, even though you don't see it, but your neshama sees it. Wow, and we acquire through the mitzvah that we do in this world, we acquire for ourselves the life of the future world, eternal life for now and forever through each and every single mitzvah that in the main, the majority of the mitzvot the majority, even and probably all the mitzvot, are easy to perform and are pleasant. It's not so difficult. It's not a killer like you think it may be. They're pleasant. Like the verse says in Proverbs, Mishle, chapter 3, verse 17. Right? The ways of the Torah are pleasant ways. Hashem doesn't ask crazy things. To be a Jew. Oh, you have to sacrifice your son. Oh, you have to do this. You have to jump off a building. You have to scar yourself. You have to you have to you have to put like you have to go through pain and suffering. That's not the case. The Torah is a pleasant way. Rabbanos says there's no need to go on with this, to explain this to our fellow brethren, the children of Israel, who are believers, children of believers. It's, it's in your genetics that you believe. It's in your DNA. This is easy to see. Uh, and a wise person can see for himself and understand on his own. When you see what you're doing, when you just see what you, when the Jews are doing a mitzvah, what are they doing? 
you know, you could be now playing a Game Boy or doing something crazy, you know, playing golf or whatever, having fun, enjoying this world, fine. And at the same time, you can be doing a mitzvah, okay? Just imagine when you're doing a mitzvah, what happens? What's happening? Look what he says. And anyone who's smart can understand on their own how much they have to rejoice at the time they perform each and every single mitzvah. And he goes on, Rav Nosen, Vedaika, and he's now like re-quoting Likutei Moran Lesson 24, the ideas there. He's like some re-summarizing and going back to what's mentioned there. Vedaika alidei simchata mitzvah, and it's again, sp- specifically, to the joy in doing the mitzvot, not just doing the mitzvot, but doing them with joy. Alidei zedaika ikar aliyat ha-shechina mehagalut. Specifically through the joy in doing the mitzvah, do we elevate the Divine Presence from her exile. The Shekhinah is elevated from the dais, from the from the galut, from the exile. Until you merit to elevate all the spiritual dimensions and the worlds back to their source, up and up. Until a person merits to perceive the infinite light. But in the format mentioned above, which is Mate Vila Mate, reaching and unreaching, and as we've explained earlier in this discourse and also from the Kutimuran lesson 24.